Well, as I uh, began this brief series last week, I want to begin today with just a word to you who are visiting with us, if this is your first time here, and you have walked in and we have confirmed all of your greatest fears about the church. The fear that, oh great, well it's true, all the church does is talk about money. I assure you that that is not the case. But as I mentioned last week, there is so much in the word of God about that, that we would not be doing the right thing if we ignored that, if we skipped over it, even if it was more comfortable for those who are visiting with us. So if you're with us today, thank you for being here. And I want to let you know, we're not after your money. And the, the first, absolute first priority for anyone is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's it. That's where it all starts. Things we're talking about today come after that. But I do want you to hear, and we're unashamed with this, the context that, uh, that this scripture that we read today comes in. And it is God calling his people back to himself. And in doing that, he talks about tithes and offerings. Now, one more thing before we, we summarize where we've been, and that is that I mentioned that next Sunday, I'm going to be dealing with questions that have been submitted and so if you have questions uh, about anything we've talked about or what Brian talked about this morning, feel free to submit them and they will either be addressed next week or in some venue. Uh, and I've already gotten a, a number of good questions. In fact, some of them I'm going to be addressing today because they're pertaining to uh, this particular passage and this issue. So let me give you the context, which is uh, last week's message, and I know some of you are going to say, well, if you can do it in two minutes today, how come it took you so long last week? <laughs> but here, here are the, the foundational principles of what we are calling kingdom nomics, kingdom economics. Uh, I, I confessed last week that I thought I invented that word and, and then I Googled it and, and somebody else invented it also, but I think I, I thought it up first. But <laughs> in any case, that doesn't really matter. Um, so here, here are the, the foundational principles before we get to what we're talking about today is the logistics. Number one, God is the owner of everything and we are the stewards. He absolutely owns everything. If anything that we have or we give came from him. Number two, God looks at the heart and not the amount of the gift. 
We, we learned in terms of equal sacrifice, uh, not equal gifts, and uh, looking, of course, at uh, uh, the widow who gave her uh, copper coins. And Jesus declared in front of all these who had given big offerings, he declared, she gave more than anybody here. He looks at the heart and not the amount. Thirdly, and very much related to it, giving to God reveals where your heart is. And then, fourthly, giving to God shows where your security is. Am I only going to give if I've got enough and I feel comfortable? Or where is my real security in the one who is calling me to give obediently? And then the application was twofold. One is that giving is worship. It is an act of worship and, and that we cannot outgive God. And I asked the congregation to do simply one thing. I said, don't go home and figure and figure out percentages and, and look at your budget and all that. And by some of the questions I got, that's exactly what some of you did, I know. But that's okay. Uh, the one thing I asked was for all of us to pray this one simple prayer. Lord, grant me a heart that wants to give to you. Lord, grant me a heart that wants to give to you. Now, today I'm making a big assumption. And that assumption is that you actually did pray that. But some of you didn't. Because either you weren't here or you forgot about it, or you were afraid to pray it, or you simply refused to. Well, if you find yourself in one of those last two categories that you were afraid to pray that prayer because it might make some kind of change in, in you, or you simply refuse to, that's your choice. That is absolutely your your choice. I'm not here to, to, to beat you over the head with that or anything. That's between you and the Lord. But I have to say, if you find yourself in that category, then the application today is not going to make sense to you. I'll just simply state that up front. Because if you did pray that, I'm convinced God answers it. And if, if you're even in the beginning of stage, the stages of having a heart that wants to give, then part of that heart is, okay, now what? Now what do I do? But if you, if you, if you didn't pray it and your heart doesn't want to give, you're not asking that question that I'm going to be answering today from the Word of God. So this is for you who did pray that prayer. It's the now what? Since God has given me a heart that wants to give or is beginning to want to give, how can I give in a way that pleases him? Now, I've arranged for a volunteer to come help me introduce this. So, uh, BJ Suits, if you'll come up here. You can come up around this way, buddy. And I'm sorry for you over there. Won't, might not be able to see as well. BJ, thank you for, for assisting me in this. Now, 
uh, BJ volunteered when I asked him at the door last week, right? <laughs> and, uh, but he was unhesitant, and uh, he, he said, uh, I said, will you help me with my sermon next week? And I, I think he th thought that I was, he was going to do the exegesis from the scripture for me, but, <laughs> which might have made a better sermon anyway, but... But uh, I said, you're going to illustrate, help me illustrate this. And, uh, and he said, okay. And then Wednesday night, um, do you remember what I asked you? Okay. I... <laughs> Let me help you remember what I asked you. I, uh, I went over to him. I said, are you nervous about Sunday? He said, no. And I said, do you trust me? And he said, yeah. I said, that's all I need to know. Okay. Okay, so if you'll step forward just so as many as possible can see. Now, what do I have here? Dollar bills. Okay, dollar bills. Uh, let's count them out together, okay? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Will you hold these for me? Okay. Um, will you give one of those back to me? Okay. That's it. Thank you. You can have that, and you can do whatever you want with that. Okay? You can be seated. Give my hand. See how great it is to volunteer at St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church? <laughs> he really didn't know what I was going to do, but he did trust me. And I have to tell you, uh, I, I know this family well. We were in a community group together, and uh, it gives me joy to give him those $9 at real joy. I don't begrudge it. I'm happy he can use that forever, whatever he wants. And that's how it works with God. Let's look at the Word of God. Where does God say one dollar out of every ten? The first thing we need to know is that uh, kingdomnomic giving begins with the tithe as a minimum. Uh, a better way to say that is God's way of giving begins with the tithe. Now, I wanna, uh, I'm going to read you verse 10, but I want to read you a couple of verses before that. Uh, from the days of your fathers, you have turned aside from my statutes and have not kept them. So here's, here's where it starts. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? And, and here's how he answers. This isn't what I would think of. How, how do you return to God? I, you know, if I'm thinking, he'd say, well, you need to pray more. You need to read your Bible more. You need to follow me courageously. You need to do... Here's his answer. How do we return to you? He says, will a man rob God, yet you're robbing me? 
But you say, how have we robbed you? And he says, in tithes and contributions. And then down in verse 10, bring the full tithe into the storehouse. He's saying, this is how you return to me. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse and there will be food in my house and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. That's his answer. Some ask, where, where in the Bible does it talk about a tithe, a, a tenth? And a tithe means a tenth. And we have it here, but it didn't start here. Very quickly, and this is in your outline, so you don't need to turn to it, but you can see back in Genesis 14, we see Abram giving a tenth of everything. Uh, this was with Melchizedek. Uh, in Leviticus 27, verse 30, every tithe of the land, whether the seed of the land or the fruit of the trees, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. And that was given to support the priests and Levites. Hebrews 7, verse 2, and to him Abraham apportioned a tenth part of everything. So it was affirmed in Hebrews what Abram had done way back in Genesis. And some might say, well, that's Old Testament. We know they did that stuff back there. What about the New Testament? Well, for one thing, unless the New Testament says stop doing this, you keep doing things that it says in the Old Testament, but when Jesus reaffirms something, we, all, we absolutely continue on. So in Matthew 23, 23, he is talking to those, he's actually talking to those who were tithing, the, the Pharisees, the scribes and Pharisees, and he's pronouncing woes on them because of their hypocrisy. And he says in verse, uh, chapter 23, 23 of Matthew, woe to you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law. So he says, you're tithing. You're doing it very well. You're making sure every little bit of that tithe is giving. But you've neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. 